trouble that we've been having lately. You know, I, re I, re I mean, I really can't stand the way, you know, that we're acting toward each other. It's just not right, you know? Yeah, they love me when the mic on, but then they show my dark side when the light's on. But fuck them in the ass with a pipe, homes. Fuck off and let me get my life on. You crack a jack, get your white on. I will send niggas to your house by your wife home. I'm black and proud, right on. And send the lights on, let me get my bright on. Don't worry about what I'm on. Everything around me, I get the fuck from around me. I should pull out my dick and watch you climb on. Get the fuck up out my hair unless you're my cone. That mean mine yours because I'm grown and I'ma die alone with my styrofoam. Fuck out of my business, cause I've been handling the fuck out of my business. Hey. Grinding, grinding. Perfect attendance. Hey. Flyer than first class and detention. Uh, been a winner since a beginner. And my record show, not leave it in the Guinness. What do you mean in my finish? I'm just getting started. Put you on the sideline like Vince Lombardi. We hey. the new bone, baby. And this my party, and I'm kicking like a horse on a stick shit Ferrari. Like new cocaine. Bright yellow dope, bright red flag like a red velvet rope. I'm open for criticism, but really is it any room for criticism? When the shit doesn't, I'm as deeper than your pool, so I swim in toilets, bitch. I be and I've been bowling, yeah. Attack like rhino, got the thunder like lino. I leave your head spinning like vinyl. I know, psycho but tight though, right ho. But you could drown in my flow, cause my flow is a tidal wave. You gon' need Geico or Gecko. I go get from the get go, go let, let go, let's go, go where, anywhere but nowhere. Cold air than the polar bears, toenail, no frill, don't break, too real. Boy, I get it popping like New Year's, scream hallelujah. I'm the one coming New Year. My car window's dark and my diamond change too clear. Like a light blink, bitch, I wear a ice rink. Sir, paint that ice pink. Pour it up for Pimp C. Pour it up for Screw and Mo. Pour it up for Bun B. Pour it up for Young Me. Nigga. Pour it up for Young Me. Shout out to Lil Wayne, y'all. Happy New Year. Buying me cars, giving me money. What a beautiful thing it is, y'all. We made it to 222. Shout out to Lil Wayne, who's looking good in every last one of these recent pictures, y'all. Can't you just see him when you hear the music playing? Ooh. Shout out to him. God bless him. God bless you. Thank you so much to everybody who is tuned in and rocking with me. This is Miss Mecca's Take, and I'm here every Tuesday. And this is the kickoff to Season 3, Episode 1. Okay, it's 2.03 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm going to be rocking from 2 to 4 Central Standard Time. That's 3 to 5 on the East Coast in ATL. Shout out to ATL. Shout out to our the home of the awesome, the best radio station in the nation, Street Madness Radio. Make sure you check out the Street Madness Radio, radio page and my current post on Instagram at Miss Mecca's Take so you can get the information about how you can listen to us on Roku and every other place in the world. And so brace yourself for 2022. 
because I just got a really good feeling about it. I came in swinging and I'm just not about to give up. So big, big shout out to everybody who recognizes when something is coming for you, it means that you want something, right? I know three people, you can't name the last three people outside of this little comedy fight, right? That uh, Floyd Mayweather fought that people are checking for. But as long as it's been since we've seen Floyd Mayweather in a fight, people still coming for him. So big, big shout out to the winners out there. Don't get discouraged when people start coming for you. Don't get discouraged when the enemies start coming for you. And as a matter of fact, you should get excited because that means that you got something going on. So big, big shout out to everybody who is determined to give it every ounce of everything they got while they're here. Okay, so we're going to give it everything we got today. Like I said, this is Miss Mecca's Take. Big, big shout out to DJ Rizzo Gates. Our awesome encourager, fearless leader, and the mastermind behind Street Minus Radio. Shout out to him and all the awesome things he's got going on in his life. And we are wishing that he is continually and richly blessed. So, speaking of blessings, we're going to be talking about this fourth stimulus check. They keep on playing. Well, I feel like, I, sometimes I feel silly even talking about it, but it is in the list of things to talk about today. Also, we're going to be talking about um, Antonio Brown. Stupid ass, okay? There's a little hint on Miss Mecca's take on that. Um, rest in peace to the beautiful Betty Wright. Did I say that right? Rest in peace to the beautiful Betty Wright. But that's not who I was supposed to be saying. Is it Betty Wright the singer and Betty Wright the white actress? I'm already feeling good. But anyway, rest in peace. We're going to be talking about her awesome life and uh, how I even was introduced to her the first time in my life. And um, we're also going to be talking about, um, oh my goodness, Kodak Black is in the news today. Um, I am broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas, and this Dallas weather is a fool, but it's been beautiful at the same time. Yeah, it's January 4th. I don't think that's an accident. 2-2 two, two is 4, right? But then 4 is the number of purpose. So 2 and 2 is 4, and I'm broadcasting my first show of season 3 on the fourth day, 2022. Shout out to everybody who rocking with me. Rest in peace to the awesome John Madden. We're gonna be talking about him today. Also, um, shout out to the Green Bay Packers. Oh my goodness. And uh, y'all know how it go. We're gonna be talking about a lot of other things. Oh, oh my gosh. We're gonna definitely talk about how, and I think we're gonna get into this right off the gate. Okay, because that sweet Jones, Pimp C's Trill Life Story. Big big shouts out to my awesome son. Oh my goodness, who got me that book and all the awesome things I received for Christmas. My kids are awesome. Shout out to them. They just their presence is amazing. They know I'm always in these streets shopping, but they just give me the freedom to just pick whatever crazy stuff I like. And shout out to my intellectual son who my daughter is so awesome because she always plays safe, right? And she got like, what do you want? Because she do not play about spending her money and she ain't going to be spending it if you ain't going to be using it. However, my son is a trip because he always liked to figure out something, right? And so it's crazy because since he's in college, oftentimes we get an opportunity to have road trips together. Times when I have to go down there and go get him and bring him back or whatever. And um, he observed my playlist. So big, big shouts out to him because uh, he got me this sweet Jones Pimp, Pimp C's Trail Life Story. Shout out to the beautiful Julia Beverly uh, for writing this book. 
it has been an amazing blessing in my life. Oh my gosh, I've learned so many things. And out of all the things I learned, well, we're gonna get into that when I come back. Let's get into the mood. I keep it locked. Now that we got it together, we about to get it started, folks. Bitch, look up in the sky, it's the bird fucking main. Junior daddy, shitting on the game. You probably see me sitting on the range, I'm hustling. Look up in the sky, it's the bird of some game. I flip it twice and I serve it again. Shot it right, fly 20 birds on that thing. I say shot it right, hydro burn my brain. Got a little ball, I be there, my thing. Sing a song if you wanna sing along, say bling. And if you ever see my pa, say king. And if you ever see his son, say crazy baby. New prince of the big AC baby. Okay, y'all niggas can't see me, but I see you, little feet, feet, baby. You do can't lose. I'ma spread my wings and fly away. Jack B. 
bitch. I ain't got time for that motherfucking bullshit. Goggle on my nut till you hiccup, bitch. You know what I mean? I'm gonna get on your shoulders and fuck in your grill, ho. I'm low, Jack. Shouts out to uh, Lil Wayne, of course, wherever he is in the world. And also to Birdman um, and a California pimp who jumped on there with two New Orleans niggas on that song, I Got To. You know, I know down through the years, everybody had their opportunities, right? To have their opinion of Birdman. And I most definitely got mine. But since we're on a limited time schedule today, I'm going to let y'all just, it's 2.13, okay, on the 4th. <laughs> God just gonna keep on confirming it. We just gotta keep on believing it. Shout out to everybody tuned in and rocking with me. This is Miss Mecca's Take. I'm here every Tuesday from 2 o'clock p.m. until 4 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, live and only on Street Madness Radio. Make sure you go over to Station Head as well and check out my page on Station Head. I haven't been consistent, but I did get some really nice plays on my Pimp C party. Rest in peace to Pimp C. Man, rest in peace to Mama West, Pimpsey's mother. Born on the same day as my daughter. I, I didn't even know that. And um, in reading this book, just in some real shit about her, like she was like a real live, like Rosa Parks around this bitch because she was in college and, um, you know, they said she was pretty caramel brown and crossing across the, uh, the, the going to campus. Let me get it out so I can make sure. But she, she, uh, Mama West, she was something else. So my daughter, who was born on her birthday, December 12th, unfortunately passed away shortly after she was born. Um, but God is so awesome. Can I just, I can't say that enough. God is so awesome, okay? So Mama West, first of all, let me make sure I note this as well. Uh, on the very first page, if you open up the book, Sweet Jones, Pimp C's Trill Life Story, you'll see pictures at first, but then you see words. And y'all ain't gonna believe what the first, I know my son didn't know this, the first word in the whole entire book is Lil Wayne. As they quoted um, a lot of different people's quotes throughout the industry, um, too short he heavy in the playlist today because he won my heart over again because I just think it's absolutely awesome that um, too short and Pimp C was so cool um, man shout out to Todd Shaw and speaking of names <laughs> Betty White is my favorite white actress rest in peace white lady that just passed away <laughs> at 99 years old she would have made 100 on the 17th of this month. We're going to talk a little bit more about her awesome life and some awesome similarities I feel like she had with people that we are a little bit more familiar with a little bit later in the show. But uh, Mama West, she was a student. I don't want to, anyway, at her college. We're going to talk about that a little bit more when I come back. But um, she actually, um, um, Mama West, Okay, I'm just gonna look up. Wait. 
you know what? Okay, we're going to stop. Because I should have just let the music just keep playing. But anyway, rest in peace to Mama West. We're going to get into this song. I think it's appropriate that we do stop the music right now. Because if it's not a FMC instrumental, then we shouldn't be playing it as we talk about her beautiful self. But she was a real one. Um, she, I'm going to see. I, I didn't mark it off. Anyway, let me see if I can find it. Because I want to read this part. It was so am amazing. Um, for the first time, I did realize that Mama West did hear about, um, they didn't go to her house. She actually heard um, about her son being dead over the telephone while she was sitting in her favorite chair in her kitchen. And that reminded me of my grandmother, too. I don't want to get emotional, but my grandmother used to sit in a chair. My brother was talking about this the other day. She had a chair right at the kitchen door that had the telephone on the table. And she would sit at that table. And when she cooked, she would sit down in that chair and talk on the phone. Uh, sometimes she'd just sit down in that chair and go through the mail. So shout out to her. Shout out to them black kitchens. You know what I'm saying? They had a whole chair sitting in it because you was cooking a lot of shit for a lot of people. So rest in peace, my beautiful grandmother, who was also born in the month of December, actually four days after Mama West. So rest in peace to my beautiful grandmother. Rest in peace to all the beautiful people that are born in the month of December. Like I said, December is a very special month. It prepares us in the worst way for the beginning of the year and I think that all the people as my daughter my firstborn child got me prepared for life because even though I was a teenager she grew, grew me up real fast and losing my grandmother also grew me up um and my grandmother was born in the month of December and so um like I said Mama West my grandmother so many awesome people um honestly it was a beautiful thing and I want to find this because I don't want to say her college wrong. But anyway, she was going to college. I can't believe I didn't mark this off. That's because I be thinking I'm a no shit and I can find it easy. But I really got into reading this book. And um, I think that it's beautiful that Julia Beverly actually dedicated the book to Mama West. But she was going to college here in Texas or Louisiana. Damn it. I'm so mad at myself right now. Let me see something. Okay, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go to a song because um, when I come back, I'm going to find that while this next song is playing. But also, we're going to get into um, these babies, y'all. Shout out to OJ the Juice Man because he um, I looked at an interview that he had and they were trying to trap him up. I think he was on with Vlad. If that wasn't Vlad, my bad. But um he was and I, I just always had so much respect for OJ the juice man I'm just so grateful that he's still alive I'm so grateful that he's staying out the way and when you do see him even though a lot of people may feel like that maybe he fell off or whatever he just said that he realized that the rap game was not for him but shout out to him because whatever person that didn't do their complete research that was interviewing OJ the juice man OJ the juice man was talking about um, they were they brought up where I guess that he was kind of upset at one time because Soldier Boy started using his ad libs, right? And whoever was interviewing him was trying to get him to say something negative about Soldier Boy. And OJ the Juice Man was just like conducting himself like a real nigga. He was just like, Look, man, that was something that came up with, but I hollered at him, he hollered at me. This man was the reason why I was on a award show. I would have never been on it, but he brought me out to do the ad libs live in the performance with him. Then people didn't invite me. Soldier Boy invited me. Soldier Boy done broke me off some money. Soldier Boy, shout out 
to OJ the Juice Man because that right there is some real nigga shit. And you know what? If he would have said some other bullshit, the shit would have went viral. So shame on everybody who missed it. But shout out to him. I am a fan. Keep it locked. I'll be back. They told you a fool for this one. I'm getting money, I'm getting money. Catch me in your trap and I'm still getting that money. I'm getting that money, I'm getting that money. Catch me in the club throwing nothing but them harmless. Swagger, pull up at the club in an 08 Jaguar, leaving the cutlet, sitting on some budget, light skin meat, ass sitting in some buckets. Hey, goddamn, I got paper. I done met some suckers, but them haters caught the paper. Flying in the Charger, same color the Lakers. I ain't Kobe Bryant, but I'm playing with that white girl. Hey, try to cross, I fuck your whole world. Kick your front door and then it to that black girl, cause I'm getting money, I can throw some stats girl, famous in the hood, you can post me in the pack girl, Hey, you ain't heard about me, 32 ENT, and we do it B.I.G., Like that. I'd rather ride six. Four. 
Shout out to everybody tuned in and rocking with me. This is Miss Mecca's Take. I am here every Tuesday from 2 o'clock p.m. until 4 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, live and only on Street Madness Radio. So I did find y'all. I had gone so deep into the book, I didn't even realize it was a little closer than I thought. But like I said, shout out to everybody tuned in and rocking with me. Y'all know for everybody who has been rocking with me, y'all, I'm so excited for season three. Y'all, if you don't know, now you know I was born on the third. Three is one of my favorite numbers. So I'm so grateful for every opportunity that I have to go live, most definitely for this blessed opportunity provided to me and all the hard work of Street Madness Radio. What an awesome, awesome place to be. Shout out to them for staying consistent, staying supportive, staying strong, and continually growing every day. So if you are not following the official Street Madness Radio page on Instagram, you need to follow it because we got new shows, lots of great, dope DJ sets, and a lot of other awesome things going on that you don't want to miss. Also, you could probably be listening in a way that may be a little bit more convenient and familiar with you free for you so check that out because we are now able to be streamed on roku and all that other fun stuff so shout out to everybody who's getting into that i know i have thoroughly enjoyed my roku okay it has helped me a lot um shout out to whack ass t-mobile because they are whack i'm gonna have to talk to them about my bill and about how they um they just put a bunch of extra shit on there like i'm crazy so i've been enjoying my ride so far with at&t and they just need to get their ass somewhere and sit down and everybody listen i don't care how much you feel like you don't like reading through paperwork i've been reading through a lot of paperwork lately and i have realized that it's people out here literally robbing people they putting bullshit on these uh, things, these bills, these invoices, double invoicing people, putting shit in fine line writing. And uh, I'm talking, you know, like a uh, little bitty writing and shit and having you agree to it. Like we got to be very, very careful. I know a lot of times by the time you're led to go to a certain app or something like that, it's usually some type of bait to it. And that's really what made me start reading all this stuff because it seems like they bait you in by telling you, oh, we're going to give you $23 if you go download this app but before you can completely download the app you gotta agree 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 to thousands of pages of bullshit just to get twenty dollars so what have you sold is the question that I have that could be way worth twenty thousand dollars just because you in a hurry to get twenty so big big shouts out to like I said the people that keep it real the people that's done stayed down this um this 
Port Arthur, Texas story, Pimp C, is just amazing. I can't stop talking about it. Um, but Mama West and the connection that I've had with her because just, you know, my son, he have his own things going on. But I remember when I was younger and he was younger and I used to be trying to go on camping trips and the Boy Scout meetings and all of that. Whatever it was he wanted to do, play football, basketball, whatever. I used to be trying to hang right there in it and be a very, very central part of the team and the success of the team. Even one time, even trying to coach <laughs> the basketball team whenever the basketball coach just blared off on the kids but shout out to mama west and that beautiful and awesome relationship that she had with her son um it seems like they really shared a bond and just like my son and i both born in august my son was born august 28th i was born august 3rd mama west was born december the 12th pimp c was born december the 4th and I could not imagine getting a phone call that something had happened to my baby. But shout out to her who handled it like a G and also, you know what I'm saying, lived out the rest of her life in a way that you could be proud of. Not like some of these hip-hop mamas out here try to go capitalize off of their son's fame after their son is not even here anymore. And then their son didn't even really have a relationship with them that this man had with his mama. But she didn't. You know what I'm saying? She didn't go try to go do a Pimp C movie and all of that kind of stuff. She just kept it real and kept being real like she was. So salute her. 43 years uh, before she got that phone call, the book says that Westland Jacob is her name. She was a shy freshman at the University of Southern Louisiana in Lafayette. She says she wound her way through the college lunchroom, carefully balancing her lunch tray. She had planned to gulp down a few bites and rush across campus to get to her next class. She had just settled in an empty table when a football player slammed his tray down. Towering above, he informed her, you can't sit here. Well, I just did, Westland blurted out, surprised at his aggressiveness. She said, I gotta eat my lunch so I can go because I got to go to this class. He interrupted loudly. You can't eat here because I'm not going to eat with no niggers. His stance attracted a crowd gathering behind him for support. Westland, slim and petite with a smooth caramel complexion, was determined not to be intimidated. She stayed seated and finished every bite of her meal. The incident earned Wesson a meeting with the university's dean of women who reprimanded her for not being more ladylike. The player was dismissed from the football team. A lady would have just moved to another table, Dean Ross advised her. Wesson said he didn't call me a lady. He called me a nigga. Man, rest in peace to her because that just lets you know, you know what I'm saying, that she raised him and he loved his mama and gave her credit for it. And it's so evident in the relationship and as a mother with adult children, I can most definitely appreciate the fact that he recognized every detail about her and what her desire was for him and how she stayed down with him. And it was a different day and time when we were coming up than it is now. now it's like they want you to feel like you're in the village of the damned. Like, 
when all of the kids are just looking at the parents that are crazy and there's some parents out here that's fucked up like you know if this kids the kids that are in a between i'll say like 16 and 25 especially those kids a lot of y'all parents you know what i'm saying as the same age as me and i you know what i'm saying had an opportunity to see how a lot of these women were with their kids and i'm not saying that i was perfect I'm just saying it was a lot of fucked up stuff going on, right? So at the end of the day, we're in a world where nobody wants to be alone. A lot of times you'll find people, you know what I'm saying? Feeling like they want to go along with the crowd. And every single day that we are living, because no matter how old you get, right? It's always going to be somebody older than you. And it's always going to be God who is over all of us forever, as long as the world exists. So with that being said, we're always going to be learning. And when you stop learning, I believe that's when you're no longer here. So rest in peace to Pimp C. Rest in peace to Young Dolph. Rest in peace most definitely to Mama West, my beautiful grandmother, my beautiful daughter, and all of the beautiful people that preceded us. Big, big shouts out to them. But an awesome shout out to them sons and daughters who revere their mothers. Keep it locked. I want to dedicate this song to my mama, know what I'm talking about? Happy hey, birthday, mama. mama. Happy shit. birthday. Through all the bullshit niggas trying to kill us. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the false divorces, child support court. That's right. All that. Nigga dropping out of school, you stuck by me, know what I'm talking about? Thank you. Going to jail. So a lot of motherfuckers be saying stars up in the sky, but my star right here. My angel, you know what I'm talking about? Check this out. Uh, I've been on top of the world, just been on bottom of the grind. I came in the fresh cars, playing surround. I've been in the city selling crack, the dope fiends. Yo, I done come up, used to be strung out on promethazine. I used to smoke fry, wasn't scared to die. Every day when I wake up, I want to get high. My mama came and got me from that devil though. Devil though. Even though I used to choose hoes And sometimes put her over family members and live it wrong But that's how I came up, making rap songs I've been in this shit since 16 Coming up and putting motherfuckers up on this thing Up in this rap scene And when they took my money Mama never ever looked at me funny Now check it out, check the manager I had was the shit The nigga stole everything and started coke like a bitch Like mama listened to the shit to every time, every that time. we went to, every city putting it down, uh, and when them niggas want to kill me, kill my mama said, fuck that bitch, I know you motherfuckers feel me, uh, so when you see me in the city with my tea lady, best believe we coming up and we ain't living shady, I'm her baby, and that is my only mama, I kill you bitch ass niggas if you rain, Lie. I used to have the flu, cold, and pneumonia. pneumonia. Niggas 
about to come and try to move on, move on. Cause in my city, you either got to be a hustler or you're out on the counter smoking crack in a buster. So I had to come up fast. And niggas come through, I put that filter on his ass, ass. Y'all know the Pimp C did that beat right as well for that song for his mama. Speaking of mamas, uh, we got some new mamas. Uh, happy 2022. We had the first baby born in Texas at 12:21 a.m. Okay, you better come through, baby. At John Peter Smith Hospital in Fort Worth, Texas, a baby girl born the first one in Texas, 2022, and she came in with them bookends. 12:21. Who know God cover us like one covers two in twelve twenty one? Rest in peace, man, to the people that um. No, I was gonna say rest in peace, not rest in peace. Congratulations, but also rest in peace to people that are actually resting because there's more than a notion in this world. <laughs> Thank God for rest. Thank God for sleep. Thank God for peace. But anyway, um, the second baby was a twenty was born of a twenty three year old woman from Grand Prairie, right? She gave birth to a baby girl as well. The girl's coming through. This baby was born at two twenty two a.m. at Bailey Scott and White Medical Center in Irvine. All right, so twenty three year old. She was born. Uh, wow, her mama was twenty three. She was born at two twenty two. She was born two weeks early. She weighs six pounds and 4.5 ounces. That's like six and nine. What kind of kids is these? <laughs> but big, big shouts out to them, man. Welcome to the world. Coming up at number three, we had a baby boy, Jace. Okay, they actually put his name in the paper. Shout out to Jace, born at Texas Health Methodist Hospital in Fort Worth. He came in at 3.12 a.m., okay? He weighs five pounds and one ounces, and he is 17 inches long. Jays. All right. <laughs> Welcome, babies. And then, then we had um, at Texas Health Harris Methodist Southwest Fort Worth. Okay. That was Texas big as hell. Didn't none of these hospitals close to each other. We had baby Makila Marino was born at 3.20 a.m. And she weighs six pounds, nine ounces, and is 19.69 inches long. Last but certainly not least, we got 
Robert Emilio Ramirez III, okay? Remember that name. Because <laughs> you're going to hear about him again, okay? Texas Health Harris Methodist Hospital in Hearst. Ulysses Bedford, 4.24 a.m. They must got some money. Because they trying to keep this name going. Emilio Ramirez. That sound like a rich-ass restaurant owner in Texas. And in Ulysses Bedford, probably is. Um, he weighed 7 pounds, 2 ounces, and was 20 inches long. And I'm sorry, Yemma Noemi. The actual last baby that was born on January 1st. 2022 at Texas Health Presbyterian Hospital. A baby girl named Gemma Noemi was born at 5.26 a.m. She weighs 7 pounds and 9 ounces and is 19.75 inches long. Welcome to the world, babies. Shout out to all the healthcare workers, all the nurses and doctors and housekeepers because a lot of people want to talk about the nurses and the doctors and the firefighters and we most definitely appreciate them but we could not get what we get from them if there weren't efficient hard-working people that are behind the scenes that people don't see i'm talking about the people that sterilize the surgical rooms and the surgical materials and have to clean all that shit up after all this blood has been splattered and people out here partying you know we give a lot of credit to the doctor but somebody got to come clean all of that shit up. So shout out to all the orderlies. Shout out to all the home health care people. Shout out to all the people who actually um, made sure uh, that they, you know, stay close. We're going to play some music real quick. Um, give me a second. Give me a second because I just got a really important phone call. Let me just make sure everything is okay. I'm going to get into some music right now. But yeah, shout out to them. When I come back... Um, we're going to talk about some more stuff. Let me get some music going right quick. I done got a little bit anxious right quick. Hold on. What are we playing? Oh, shout out to another real one. Shout out to 2 Chains who kicked it with Lil Wayne on um, New Year's. I think that it was just, it sent a big message to me that they were together and that they are both just so genuine. Shout out to them. And also to Big Sean who kept it real. Shout out to Big Sean. Keep it locked. I'll be back. Up as I ever been, rich as I ever been, big as I ever been, lit as you never been. I don't fucking I kill with no evidence. Straight up. Hey, why be the type of fuck, bro? Talk that shit, Sean. Every bitch I broke up with is a wreck. I took a shop and it's been by the vet. That's petty. Only one buy more than me is the Nets. Right? I picked all the locks, money, power, respect. Ain't no nigga, I work me this bitch off of Fergie. I made me more hits than that young nigga Bergie. Up 30 for 30, I'm up 33. That's the same age as Nip when they did that boy dirty. I'm speaking to every bad bitch cause I'm flirty. I can't come inside her, I know that she flirty. These niggas ain't worthy, these bitches ain't worthy. I looked up to God and he said I deserve it. For real. The hands getting dirty, the Glock getting dirty. I know love a two-way street, you hoes can't curb me. Every bitch I broke up with is a wreck. I took a shop and it's been by the vet. That's petty. Only one buy more than me is the Nets, right? I picked all the locks, money, power, respect, respect. My ex was a Rick, Titanic. Yo, girl knows my eye candy. Got my girl pregnant when I planned it. Shout out to the club, don't be a bystander. I don't like none of y'all niggas like Karen. This ain't that, stop comparing. 
too tall for a McLaren. Tone run shit just like errands. All of my car came with the curtain. This what I don't fuck with y'all look like in person. Bought plenty of purses, flow universal. I broke the bill like a curfew. Every bitch I broke up with is a wreck. Yeah. I took a shop and it's been by the vet. All right. That's petty. Yeah. Only one buy more than me is the Nets. Yeah. Right? I picked all the locks, money, power, respect. So many bells down that I'm shell shocked. A hell Glock soul rocks by the mailbox. Ooh. Got a vibe, make a yellow chick turn the neck. Got a vibe, make a cougar wanna spin a chick. Got a vibe, make an Asian wanna botch. Got a vibe, make Italian want Versace. Carbon copies get declined. I'm the pioneer. Beat that pussy up. I need riot gear. Any volunteers? Gas in a zip block. Now that's loud and clear. This one out of here. This is our year. That's the fight. That's the fight. Oh, that's the fight. Yeah, yeah. That's the fight. It's a fight. It's a vibe. That's the fight. Yeah, yeah. It's a fight. Am I your type? Pussy tight, maybe I'll spend the night, yeah, yeah That's a fight, what's it, what's it, why? That's the type of shit I like, yeah, yeah That's a fight, it's a fight, that's a fight Oh, it's a fight, yeah, yeah It's a fight, yeah, yeah, yeah
big big shouts out to two chains okay shout out to two chains somebody who was most definitely real and a vibe i think it was so beautiful that everybody came back and was trying to um criticize two chains for his um quarantine thick video you know and people were trying to say oh he's being disrespectful to his wife or whatever but big big shouts out to uh two chains and keisha because they know how to answer that shit she seems like such a beautiful person she's so beautiful outside I believe she's also beautiful inside just because I had an opportunity to talk to 2 Chains, and I also had an opportunity to catch his vibe. And I remember it was shortly after Lil Wayne had just like made his declaration that he wasn't fucking with young money, no, I mean, uh, cash money no more. And he had started to like, you know, what am I trying to say? Like, um travel around you know they started doing collie grove they did a lot of different things Two chains did a lot of things seen and unseen to just stay down and just not feel like he had to come out and say nothing but just was really really you know what i'm saying so when i see lil wayne and two chains together it's always a blessing to me because it's just a genuine brotherhood um and we know this because speaking of keisha lil wayne was the best man in his wedding so it's already very serious if a rapper get married but you know, for him to have another rapper that's been in the game and been friends as long as they've been friends, to have him as his best man, I think was monumental. So big, big shouts out to him because before he got married, he was still a perfect gentleman. You know, when he was in Dallas, had the blessed opportunity to handle the uh, green room and that part of his rider for the show that he did here in Dallas. And um, it was a beautiful thing because two chains, was just his energy is so pure he honestly wasn't in there like it was people in there it was women in there or whatever but you could tell he wasn't no like freaky deep trying to mess around with the women he was just being himself he had his dog with him and it was just a beautiful thing his conversation was just clear and I also will never forget I looked in the trash can and I did not see my business card so I took out the trash I know he threw it away he didn't throw it away in that building I would sell it for the rest of my life shout out to two chains because I remember that he was um he had done a couple of spots you know he had done a couple of live performances with Lil Wayne and then it was going to be the first show that Lil Wayne was going to do without 2 chains, And I remember feeling comfortable because I always feel comfortable when I see Lil Wayne with Regine or if I see him with 2 chains. you know, somebody who I know is solid, his mama, because I know they going to have his back just like I do. And at the end of the day, I'm not saying it's not other good people around Lil Wayne, but those are people that I know, you know what I'm saying? I done seen over the years be solid. So I knew I felt that same way with 2 chains, and he was more confirmed when I talked to him in person. And it was interesting because I told him, I said, I just want to thank you for being such a good friend of Lil Wayne. And 2 Chainz smiled so big. And he said, yeah. He was like, if it wasn't for home, I wouldn't even have, I wouldn't even be rapping or something like that. And I remember saying to him, well, I think that's awesome, but I think you're an awesome artist too. But I just want to tell you, you know, as somebody who loves him very dearly and pray for him every day, I'm so grateful when I see y'all together because I truly believe that you got his back. You ain't going to let no bullshit go on concerning him. And he was like, yeah. So we ended up talking and I ended up, uh, he said he was going to go check out T.I. who was about to perform. 
and I gave him my business card. I don't know, no, I know, but he complimented the food. He said, did you do this food? And now he really does have a restaurant in Atlanta. That was the second person that I did a green room for that talked to me about their restaurant. Ludacris did before he opened up his restaurant. And also 2 Chains told me that he was thinking about opening a restaurant. And that's why I gave him my business card. So shout out to him because I think it was awesome. He was so cool. He was so down to earth. And so it did my heart well to see him and Lil Wayne together on New Year's because I just think that was beautiful. And I'm also, you know, grateful that Keisha was there. But I ain't seen no girl with Lil Wayne. I'm so grateful. <laughs> just keeping it real. Um, but speaking of Lil Wayne, um, Lil Wayne had a close relationship with Betty Wright. And so rest in peace to Betty Wright, the mother of godmother of soul and blues and whatever it is. She did so many amazing things. Um, who died, I think, like two or three years ago. And forgive me because I wrote down Betty Wright when I was thinking about Betty White. So um, shout out to Carol Burnett because I didn't even know that Carol Burnett was still living. Um, but shout out to Carol Burnett who um, actually got a phone call from Vicki Lawrence after Betty White died. Uh, Betty White, people might know her better from the Golden Girls that's where I was introduced to her watching the Golden Girls when I was a little girl with my grandmother so rest in peace to her um, they're saying that it was reported by her assistant that her last words that came out of her mouth that she was whispering the name Alan Luden which was her late husband and um, people who said you know Carol Burnett said I hope that that's true because that's so beautiful so uh, Betty White never remarried she uh was married to this man and i think that that's beautiful because to me it seems like that um you know she was wed she was wed to luden from 1963 until his death in 1981 from stomach cancer and uh he you know i think that that's beautiful because one of my favorite movies is a notebook and it was so beautiful that their love was so strong. It was like that they drew each other. And I truly believe that people feel the presence of people that they have been united with in matrimony and true love um, for the rest of their life. You know, you just hope and pray. I always see old couples together. And it's the cutest thing. And I hope and pray the Lord allows me to be an old couple, an old, old lady in a relationship with my husband, old in age. And, you know, we just barely getting around but still looking out for each other. And, um every time I see relationships like that it's like a beautiful thing but it's like bittersweet right because you know that one of them are gonna leave each other at one point and you wonder after being together so long how they're gonna get along without the other one but Betty White you know she did live a long time after 1981 and uh, I didn't realize that she um, actually was on mama's family now, maybe I do remember her like being the Southern Belle kind of, uh, you know, the Southern Belle kind of um, friend, like country friend. She kind of reminded me like of Cole Brown, you know, like I used to be tripping because I said, Martin, everybody know me, know I was a fan of Martin, but I know he tried to, you know, they had Cole's character be kind of goofy, but Cole Brown, I know what is his real name? Dang, I should know that. I do know it, but I can't say it right now. Because, you know, he's been in a couple of plays, but still being low, been low-key. But shout-out to Cole Brown because 
y'all. I mean, uh, he was so fine. And he used to be dressed so fly all the time. And it was a trip because I know Martin will probably never admit this. But to me, when I watched the Martin show, it seemed like that uh, Martin was trying to outdress Cole. But he couldn't. You know what I'm saying? They used to be saying, sit your little thick ass down. But Cole looked good with that weight on him. Like, he looked handsome. And he was always fly. And it was so crazy because shout out to whoever gave them the freedom to... You know what I'm saying? I guess it's always got to be a um, whatever you call those kinds of people. You know, like the Urkels or whatever. Or like in Betty White's case, her character on Mama's Family, I believe, with Vicki Lawrence, where Vicki Lawrence was a star. And also on um, The Golden Girls, where I met her. Like I said, it was one of my grandmother's favorite show. But it's a trip because she ended up outliving everybody. You know what I'm saying? And she was the heckler or whatever you want to call it so rest in peace to her and her awesome life making 99 you know a lot of people were saying hey you know we can't believe that she's gone but I'm thinking to myself a lot of people haven't or may not you know what I'm saying get a chance to see 99 well we just have been talking about some people and um, shout out to those people that are real because whenever somebody tell me that they have some type of potential emergency, I always send up a prayer. So shout out to all those people that sent up a prayer when I got that phone call. Uh, my son's roommate, anytime I get a phone call from him, even though he do just call me sometime, um, you know, anytime I get a phone call from him, it's always like, okay, is everything okay? But he was calling me to let me know that his grandmother had passed away. So rest in peace to her. She was a beautiful lady um and my son's best friend jonathan is a beautiful friend um his family just fell in love with my son and my my children really didn't have grandparents um for just a lot of different reasons but uh shout out to you know the parents <laughs> but um my son and his best friend my son's best friend's grandmothers always sent gifts and money school clothes whatever they could to my son they always shared with him and embraced him and loved him like he was their family so um I just think that that was awesome and I'm so grateful that we had an opportunity to know them I actually was supposed to cater her birthday party I think it was going to be her 80 80th yeah well she was about to be 83 which I don't think that that was a mistake that that's my birthday but she was about to be 83 and um yeah so it must have been her 80th birthday but because of covid they didn't have the birthday celebration i was gonna go i don't know if i was gonna go to houston and do it or not but rest in peace to her it was interesting that earlier i said rest in peace and i didn't mean to say rest in peace because i was talking about the babies being born but who knows that god don't never take nothing without giving us something so thank God for the new life and thank God for her beautiful life, 83. Thank God for the beautiful life of Betty White, um, loved by so many people, just beautiful and non-controversial. So shout out to her um, and shout out to Carol Burnett, Carol Burnett and Vicki Lawrence still being alive. Those are also two women that I watched when I was a little girl with my grandparents when they was on real shit and not bullshit. Keep it locked. Um, there's been a lot of um, 
people talking about a lot of different YouTubers talking about, um, you know, the chosen ones. I've been seeing different people, different YouTubers. And I don't know. I think it's so much out there because my daughter was here for a little while and um, my middle daughter and she has her own like YouTube account. And I remember going to the television and pulling it up and thinking that it was my YouTube and seeing some totally different things on there as far as suggestions of things that I had never seen before. So I do believe that possibly, you know, if you are into inspirational things, um, the algorithms or whatever you want to call them, they kind of attach onto that and give suggestions, right? But I have noticed that even though that may have just be the path that I'm on, always seeking something that's inspirational and uplifting because when you're in this world, you know, when you feel like that you got a job to do and you truly believe that God created you to do a specific thing, you know, it's a beautiful vision when you think about just walking into whatever it is that you feel like that God created you to do. But the hard part becomes dealing with how everybody else deals with you becoming who you are. And that's the part that's important that we read our Bible. Right. Because somebody said something earlier. Uh, shout out to Kwame Brown. Sometimes I listen to him. Sometimes he sound a little commercial too. But shout out to him because he's still, you know what I'm saying? Got his name in the books of people that I will check out from time to time because he do be on some more real shit than a whole lot of people out here. But um, I was wondering who it is they really looking for when they talking about the chosen one. Sure is getting a lot of views. And sometimes when I look at stuff like that, I wonder if it's like that iodine that they give people when they get ready to take a picture of your insides. You know, how they have people drink that blue shit. I know this because I done took care of a lot of people. Thank God I've never had to do it. Pray to God I don't ever have to do it. But, um, yeah. You know, they have people drink that blue stuff before they take pictures of their insides. Keep it locked. Nigga like me, gonna get money till I get rich. Fried with a couple hundred cheese and a biscuit. Stay down for whatever, forever hustle with my misfit homes. And soon you gon' see, just how cruel this shit be once we get rich. Till then it's back to hustle, live with my misfits. Deep on the creek, 50 souls tucked under the I keep a big old nigga feeder, heater. It's in the trunk of my photo and my two seater. Make all two skeeter, skeeter. Keep up and grab the ball back just like I'm Derek Jeter. I know you wanna fuck my hoe, but you too scared to meet her. See, you ain't got enough bread to even start to treat her. The way I'm pimped in and in the bed, I'm even sweeter. I hustle, I got more Franklins in me than Aretha. If I had Oprah Winfrey, I would marry her and keep her. I buy me a 
perkin' last moment some loud. I pop me a perkin' last moment some loud. I pop me a perkin' last moment some loud. Yeah. I pop me a perkin' last moment some loud. Oh my god, I'm getting personal now. All I can see is the purplish clouds. Oh my god, I'm getting virtual now. I'm about to sip on the soap till I drown. Oh my god, I'm getting thirsty now. I'm about to way too hard on these clowns. They about to give me a personal foul. I'ma thank God for my existence. I'ma thank God for my privilege. I'ma thank God that I'm in the business. I'ma thank God I'm not in the system. I'ma thank God for the pots out of piston. I'ma thank God for the times I done risked it. I'ma thank God for working out the logistics. I'ma thank God that I'm not a statistic. All of my jury is fucking ridiculous. I cannot really be seriously serious. All of my goons take everything serious. Running a building and kill your superiors. Killing the staff and killer affiliates. Smoking this gas just like it's some helium. I see your ass all in my peripheral. Hopping and hopping in like an amphibian. She working that ass continuous. I'm working my plans in genuine. I'm talking about mags and millions. Mags and millions. Man, that's Eminem. I got a monogamous smile. I do not know how, do how. I give all of my daughters, no doubt. It's been all about now until now. I've been keeping it quiet but loud. I've been keeping it private but proud. I've been treating the fire like flowers. I've been keeping it silent but pow. And she by the truck on the ground. Oh my God, she getting personal now. Oh my God, I'm about to skirt on the plow. Oh my God, she about to slip up a child. Yeah. She about to truck on the ground. Oh my God, she getting personal now. Oh my God, she threw her shirt in the crowd. Oh my God, she about to surf in the crowd. Pop me a perk and I smoke some loud. Oh my God, I'm getting personal now. Calling my phone and my servers are down. Sorry, I ain't been on earth in a while. Pop me a perk and I smoke some loud. Oh my God, I'm getting personal now. Calling my phone and my servers were down. Sorry, I ain't been on earth in a while. I'm in the zip on the set till I drown. Oh my God, I'm getting thirsty now. I'm bumping way too hard on this crowd. They better give me your personal file. Damn. I tell you what you should do, son. Uh. Personal Percocet got me vertical. Them oozes get so surgical. Shooters, they shoot like Turgaloo. We murder you, then bury you. Dig a hole and throw dirt at you. You disappear like Abracadabra, magic like 32. It is my time, and when it is, you on timeout. I'm on cloud nine, and nigga, you just on high cloud. I'm an icon, I shine and burn your eyes out. You on the sideline, my side bitch got a side bitch. Got a tip slow case, I die quick, I'm a live bitch. Born piss poor, I'm a die rich, full of my shit. Bust up in your house on some mob shit, leave no hostage. Leave it looking like January 2nd, July 5th. Y'all are all witnesses to my battles, I shall fight. Been through a whole lot of bullshit, still smell nice. Poverty to penitentiary, straight to paradise. Took a few L's without them, I couldn't spell life. Airtight, vagina tight, and it better smell right. Banana clip, dig banana up in her tailpipe. Big fish, nigga, kill a whale, kill a bitch, nigga. I'ma snap and send a pic, nigga. Flick, flick, nigga, don't you? I pop me a perk and I smoke me some loud. Oh my God, I'm getting personal now. All I can see is the purpose cloud. Oh my God, we getting virtual now. I'm about to sip on this hotel like crown. Oh my God, I'm getting thirsty now. I'm all the way to hundreds of clowns. They about to give me a personal fire. Diamonds on my neck. <laughs> Not yet, fool. Big, big shouts out there, everybody tuned in and rocking with me. This is Miss Mecca's Take, and I'm here every Tuesday from 2 o'clock p.m. until 4 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, live and only on Street Madness Radio. Thank you so much to everybody who is tuned in and rocking with me and who tunes in all the time. Thank you so much to everybody who handles my sporadicness that I don't even talk about my Twitter because I don't know if I'm on there enough. But it is at The Real Miss Mecca if you have a question or you'd like to further the conversation or just show love um i had to play that piano trap one of my favorite songs by lil wayne big big shouts out to him um and he um because as we get ready to talk about at 308 p.m i don't think it's an accident i'm gonna talk about antonio brown honey please okay first of all okay because we're gonna go ahead and take bruce arian's advice 
and celebrate. Big, big shout out to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and that win that they pulled off after their teammate was on some bullshit. Bruce Aarons. <laughs> Y'all know I like an old-fashioned, and I've been, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of Andy Reid. I'm a fan of Bruce Belichick. I'm a fan of, most definitely, rest in peace, Tom Landry, Jimmy Johnson, you know, the gangsters of the game. Big, big shouts out to them. Um, we got a lot of kind of new wave NFL coaches hitting the scene now. A lot more fly guys. But big, big shouts out to them as well because Matt LaFleur, you know, of the the head coach of the Green Bay Packers, y'all know he is like a G for following Lil Wayne, but also the fact that he will challenge some shit 48 hours after the game because he's still thinking about it. That's just, that's my type of coach. That's the kind of person I want fighting for me and leading my squad. So big, big shouts out to me right now because I lead myself like that. If it's some shit that just don't seem right, I just, I can't get right until it get right. And I don't know if it even get all the way right, but I can't rest until it's right with me. So big, big shout out to God who has been my constant companion. And like my granny used to say, way maker, way maker, you know what I'm saying? Burden bearer and heavy load sharer. So I'm so grateful. But all of the people that have people in a life that are people like Matt LaFleur's and like Bruce Aarons who will say, you know, we're not going to talk about this bullshit right now because we want to shout out those guys that actually um, got in there and won the game, okay? They did an awesome job. Shout out to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and to Tom Brady and to most definitely uh, Grayson, um, just all the people out there who just got out there and did their thing. So I thought this was a joke. I didn't know what was going on. I thought the damn game was over with, okay? I didn't even know the game was still going on. And I remember seeing Antonio Brown, you know, it started trending that Antonio Brown had just taken off his jersey and threw it into the crowd. So at first I'm thinking that this was some type of, um, you know, publicity to the point to where he's like, um, what am I trying to say? Like, maybe he's like trying to just show the fans some love I don't know but I just remember thinking to myself is this shit legal is this another stunt you know I'm so sick and tired of these damn athletes who are um who get out on the field fuck it's something going on with the sound on the mic right now I don't know what it is but it's something going on so I kind of want to talk about this right now but I'm just hoping that I'm being heard properly I don't know. Okay, thank you. Please, if somebody is fucking with the mic, please don't. I don't need that kind of help. Okay, I don't know what that was all about. But anyway, so we done let Big Papa go off. Damn, the devil make me sick. But anyway, we're going to keep right on rolling. Um, Shout out to, like I said, Bruce Aarons, who he, he a G. Um, I think that hopefully, you know, so many people... We're trying to do this mental health awareness um, with, you know, haphazardly diagnosing. We got all these damn, you know, Google ass, you know, Rx.com as doctors now. And, you know, to me, I'm just like Antonio Brown, if he do got a problem, God bless him. And I hope that he is able to get to, um, you know, what I'm trying to say. I hope he get the help that he needs, you know. But at the end of the day, 
he is no longer a buccaneer and I'm so glad that he is not because that was some bullshit. Now, knowing how much his team depend on him, you know, he did get in there, but this man done been through so much shit. And for all of these people who are saying, oh, mental health, mental health, mental health, I'm like, mental health is one thing, disrespect is another. Because obviously, you know what I'm saying? He's a father. Um, he's got this long list of crime. People done steady, steady, steady. And you know, I, don't, I think I was mad because of how he wearing his damn hair. Because I'm like, you know, I'm sick and tired of the fact that Lil Wayne wear his dreads and he wear his dreads kind of wild. And the late great Basquiat wore his dreads kind of wild and wispy. Like, rest in peace to Triple X, XX, Tonstian. Fuck it up every time I say that. Shout out to X. Rest in peace to X. I know he wouldn't be mad at me for trying to say it right. But rest in peace to him. Him and other a lot of people that are real. I be feeling like that you need to be a certain level of real to wear your hair like that because if your ass is gonna be out here on some dumbass bullshit then you make it everybody look crazy so first of all we need to shave off antonio brown's damn hair because he misrepresenting people as long as well as a whole lot of people i think when you get caught doing some bullshit you need to get your goddamn hair shaved off okay anyway <laughs> anyway but antonio brown um he was on some straight up bullshit so he walked off, you know, the field. Um, let me find a list of the shit that I had seen. It must have been later on that I took this. For all these people talking about, oh, mental health, mental health with him. What a damn list of shit that he did. Come on. There it is. Oh, yeah, here it is. Shout out to David Hogg, who said it's hard to imagine what Antonio Brown could possibly have done to get kicked off the team. Before they hired him, he had already raped two women, been convicted of reckless driving, threw a furniture at a toddler, and beat up the mother of his child. Hmm. So, um, it was a little bit of a conversation between him and Bruce Aarons. According to the press conferences and the people that have talked to them, Bruce Aarons did come back and say, you know, we wish him all the best. But I think at the end of the game, um, he was more concerned about the fact that he was just emotional. And I think that people need to get up off the bullshit and allow people to be emotional because I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's your mama. I don't care if it's your child. If they do so much of the wrong shit at the wrong time, that puts you in a bad position that embarrasses you because I can imagine Bruce Arians taking this shit personal because he took so much flack for even hiring this man. Nobody didn't really want to be fucking with him, even though he helped them win a Super Bowl. Him and Tom Brady have awesome chemistry together. To me, his actions shouted, I'm the shit and I'm gonna fuck this up because I can. Because these people were still playing a very live game. And his Instagram was going off. And I don't care about the fact that it might not have been him running it. Fuck whoever is running it. Because that was some bullshit. To be sending messages out after everything was in an uproar. You embarrassed your team. You embarrassed your coach. And to me, you also embarrassed your family again. And not to mention your own self. It was a trip how Tom Brady was talking and how Bruce Arians was even talking about him and so many other people. 
I've been watching um, some old like pilot shows on um, on uh, YouTube. And the other day, speaking of mod, um, there was a show, and I don't know if it was mod, but they were showing the spinoff to a show where Florida Evans was on there, and she was actually mod's maid. And that's where we got introduced to Florida Evans and James Evans, who was originally named Henry Evans. So um, it was a trip because Maude, um, who was, of course, the lady of the house. It was a trip because this was like in the 60s, right? Or the 50s. It might have been the late 50s, but I know that the good times was running in the 70s. So this particular show that um i don't know when good time started i ain't lying i don't know when it started but i just know it was reruns by the time i started watching it and also um i knew that there was some type of connection where these all these shows like all in the family connect to the jeffersons and so forth and so on but um florida who was the maid came in the house and when she came in the house she was slamming shit she was cussing she was throwing around racial slurs and she fired up a cigarette in the people house and they were still telling her, Florida, we love you. Florida, that's not fair. But they were still pouring love on her. And it's a trip because a lot of older movies um, show this dynamic. And this is the kind of dynamic that my great-grandmother, my auntie, my grandmother's sister said that my great-grandmother had with the white family that she worked for. And my great-great-grandmother, Grandma Eula, no, she was my great-grandmother, in a family that she worked for um not like going in and just being disrespectful but most definitely being like mama like a grandmother like a part of the family right and so it's interesting that a lot of people talk about all of the racism and they try to perpetuate and push all of this racism and all of this stuff when you look back at these shows Sanford and Son all in the family the Jeffersons you got people openly play bigots and be celebrated for it but it was all in good humor nobody was finding themselves offended because we were only offended by the things that happened in our own life one-on-one -on -one. so you had friends of all races and friends of different races actually enjoyed these shows together as well as commercials and a lot of other things so youtube and uh, a lot of other different things. I feel like that there are a lot of things out there and there's a lot of literature out there to support things. But in my honest opinion, I feel like all those things that really come together, that truly spew out a lot of hatred and a lot of the things that divide us instead of bringing us together. Those things are also to me written and put out there by people who want and benefit off of division. So it was a trip because that was the way that I felt like <laughs> they were conducting themselves with Antonio Brown trying to walk the fine line of racism and trying or the alleged racism and walking the fine line of mental health ism I don't know what you would call it for a person that did not have sympathy towards people that have mental illnesses and I, I was raised by people who told me that everybody got a little bit of a mental illness like that everybody got something right that they're dealing with rest in peace to Jay Jella I want to hear that instrumental again but um 
you know, even though like in the black community, mental illness is like taboo. And I think that even with a lot of people, a lot of people don't necessarily like to acknowledge it because if it's something you can't afford to hide, then sometimes people will ignore things and it's easier for them to feel like that, you know, it's not happening if they don't see it. But I just feel like that when you have done so many things like Antonio Brown, um, you may be a little bit crazy. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and say you are crazy because it's crazy to have a career and to just be done fucked up all the money. He just fucked off and embarrassed the team and could have put them in jeopardy. Uh, Shout out to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like I said, they did clinch that number one seed, but they were down two touchdowns when he pulled this. And, uh, you know, I remember that even Bruce Aarons had like called him a diva, even back at Pittsburgh, you know. And to give him a chance and for them to come back and bounce back and be a team that has done so well, also dealing with a lot of trials and tribulations and the kind of weird chemistry that Tom Brady and Bruce Aarons had in the beginning. But the fact that you are a part of a team, to me, I believe that that means something. And I do hope that Antonio Brown does get the help that he needs, but um, that shit he pulled at MetLife, I'm sorry, them IG posts them fashion over clothes and all of that bullshit that just all just rubbed me the wrong way so I am going to go on board with the people that are playing it safe for publicity's sake this is Miss Mecca's take saying that that um you know yeah you do hope that he gets the help that he needs but on some real nigga shit fuck you because you want some bullshit and I feel like that if he needs to go get help he needs to go get the help that he needs to go get but you cannot hurt, help yourself by hurting somebody else. And I remember my grandmother telling me that. And I remember also hearing that in the movie. I remember that um, whenever it was a movie, it was some Tyler Perry movie. And they say you can't hurt somebody else. You can't help yourself by hurting somebody else. And I remember my grandmother told me that after I, you know, she was made aware that I was in a relationship with somebody who was married. And I remember how, you know, at one point in my life, even back then, I was young and stupid and just felt like that because of what he had told me that I had the right to be doing what I was doing. That's an indication of mental health. Your mind ain't even completely developed to be looking at shit the right way, right? So I think that we're all in a state of mental health every single day because we're growing, evolving, and learning, and becoming better. But when you go this far, I'm sorry, after all them kids and all that bullshit you did, if you was complete insanity, you should have done it before now. Keep it locked. Diamonds on my Diamonds on my neck, Dim- diamonds on my neck, Woo! diamonds on my neck, Dim- diamonds on my neck, talking pounds of green, talking pounds of green, talking pounds of green, talking pounds of green. Call me easy, baby, baby, I am baby son. Wasn't focused on the meals till I made me one. Until I made me some. The women used to say I'm cute, but now I make them come. I'm soaking in the back seat, smoking that plum. Big monsters in my ear, make a kid run. Lil' daddy dumb paid and I'm still young. Pick diamonds in my chain like a chick tongue. She fell in love with my bracelet, but which one? Yeah, I'm about to change my name to income. Because I get so much green, I get so much green. From feature ring, and I made bling. Bling. Diamonds on my neck, 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 diamonds on
Crokers, Lottos, got those. In my half past six with the top bones. Stank on the paint, same color popcorn. Call me Doughboy, I get Doughboy. So you need that with my, with my dough boy. Hey, yeah, I cook that up. Drink endorsement, Seraphine, hook that up. Yeah, now David got me laced up, Mr. Bling. Blind diamonds, lemonade cut. So cross on the watch, I done came up. Fool, it's the remix. Go and put your chains up. Just talking too loud. Air. Rolling thick with a murderous click. Every time a nigga step through the door, throw it up when you put it on a G, throw it up when you put it on a four. Hey. Homie, my money be bigger. I got five hey. figures in my mouth right now. Yeah, right. And it should get intensive. It's expensive when I write down. Come Coming off the top and it ain't no shit that I have to write down. Picking my niggas so picky, I'm making them have to go turn the lights down. Trying to come in and my trigger be busting the niggas and pick your squeeze. Bitches, please, 50 G's. They be calling me Mr. Freeze. Shouts out to Lil Wayne. <laughs> Shout out to everybody tuned in and rocking with me. This is Miss Mecca's Take, and I'm here every Tuesday from 2 o'clock p.m. into 4 o'clock p.m. live and only on Rich Central. Oh my goodness, live and only on Street Madness Radio. I think I forgot to say Central Standard Time. Shout out to Central Standard Time, Pacific Time, Eastern Time, Aquatic Time, whatever time it is where you are. Thank you so much for being live and rocking with me. Um, I don't think, first of all, let me apologize because it was the Green Bay Packers that clinched the number one seed. My bad. But before we move on, I do want to shout out Tom Brady again just because Tom Brady is born on my birthday. It's not a secret. I'm very proud of that. But also, Tom Brady has been so instrumental in helping so many players off the field and with their lives. And I truly believe that uh, Tom Brady has matured as well. I remember probably five or ten years ago, you may not have gotten that same type of press conference from Tom Brady. But shout out to, again, like I said, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who did press past that bullshit in the third quarter and go on to be victorious. Victorious by the skin of a chinny chin chin, uh, 28 to 24 over the New York Jets. Tom Brady had three touchdowns, one interception, 
and uh everybody you know what i'm saying shout out to number uh 15 i think his name is cecil grayson i don't want to say the wrong name i know his last name is grayson shout out to him awesome everybody did an amazing job so shout out to them and um we're wishing them all the best i think that tom brady did an amazing job in that press conference because they got two more games left in a regular season and this is critical to them right now you know what i'm saying maintaining a spot moving forward showing up to do their damn job and walk out their dreams and so shout out to them because i think that that you know they had to walk a fine line in what comments they gave and i think that they did an awesome job because right now we don't have time to be beefing with people who don't even watch fucking football so shout out to them for uh doing an awesome job but while we're congratulating people we must most definitely got to congratulate the green bay packers who are the number one seed um who clinched the number one seed i'm not even sure i know exactly what that means but shout out to them because they say it all the time so it must mean something uh this was week number 17 they smashed the minnesota vikings from top to bottom i remember back in the day when my homie who you know what i'm saying i couldn't figure out if i had a crush on him or not he was just so so cool shout out to adrian peterson who was always kind to me and my family uh, who at one point was a neighbor of my auntie's uh, in his dallas home so shout out to them um and their entire family mr peterson his beautiful wife adrian's mother who we never got a chance to meet but so many people in a family um just a beautiful beautiful group of people so shout out to adrian peterson texas own who was you know all day on that um uh, uh when he played for the minnesota vikings shout out to him who is also was instrumental instrumental you know in his accomplishments with that team to the reason why they got a new stadium and everything is adrian peterson texas born and raised and a loving generous person to his family so shout out to him i hope he is doing well wherever he is but um they had another 28 out there and that number 28 um yeah they were doing a good job i was writing so fast i don't even know so shout out to them um you know the Green Bay Packers, um, Aaron Rodgers, he a trip because I seen him say fuck <laughs> on one of the plays. And I'm like, you kicking these people ass up and down the field. Um, shout out to their rookie, the rookie that um, from Texas A&M, who this was actually his debut game, but it worked out well. You kept seeing them threes and threes and zeros and threes coming up through all the whole thing, ending with 0-7, week number 17. So it looked like that they had fun. And at first, it seemed like they were just bouncing around among friends all the way up into the second quarter. And then at that second quarter, it was like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Aaron Rodgers and uh, the Green Bay Packers said, playtime is most definitely over. So we are going to get this game going. So shout out to them. Um, shout out to whoever had, I was thinking about the football pot. Because when I was a little girl, um, oh, shout out to the Vikings, to on, on the Vikings team. Like I said, shout out to that quarterback. I can't remember his name, the rookie from AM. This is his debut game. It was his debut game. So he didn't do very well, but you know, he playing up against Aaron Rodgers and they wasn't out there playing. They not no strangers to the cold. You know, sometimes they may have the advantage, even though it's cold as hell everywhere right now. But um shout out to them. But also um Bradbury on the Vikings. I appreciate the fact that he kept fighting. 
He didn't give up. The Vikings, they played, you know what I'm saying, the whole entire game. And usually when you start getting your ass kicked like that and everything that you attempt gets shut down, it can knock the wind out of you because at the end of the day, you're still dealing with human beings. But shout out to number 17 in game number 17, uh, Adams, uh, him and Aaron Rodgers vibing. And it was a trip because it started out 0-3. and Then at one point it was 30. And it it was just so many different 0-3 combinations all the way out. I just think that it was really, really awesome. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody kept on making some money, whoever had a football pot. And I believe they probably was pissed off when they scored, when it was 0-3 and and it was going to be the end of the quarter. And then they scored and it made it like 0-7 or 0-0. And then it went right back to 0-3. So I hope that person, you know, felt it when they first got it and didn't feel bad when that happened. Shout out to them. Um, Like I said, that was an awesome game. Shout out to the Green Bay Packers. Shout out to Lil Wayne, who always going to tweet, go pack, go. Shout out to them. And um, while we talking football, before we wrap this up, and then we got a triple threes on the clock. All right, as we was talking about threes, 433, which is seven and three. The number 10, if you're in ATL on the East Coast. So shout out to everybody. And also 234, if you're on the West Coast, I think right no two three four i don't know but it's just a good damn number on the clock right now so shout out to everybody who is feeling it and can look at it from where you are and see the beauty in it um rest in peace to john madden um i seen one of the most beautiful john madden tributes come from bill belichick um lil wayne also did a beautiful tweet for john madden he's always just so you know, genuinely himself, I think it's beautiful. I love the fact that Lil Wayne don't try to be nobody else, and he inspires me to do the same. So I'm so grateful for that inspiration and for him to take that leap of faith to just say, I'm going to do me, and you're going to love it. So shout out to Lil Wayne for his tribute to John Madden. But Bill Belichick, I think, had the most informative and the most beautiful tribute. Um, I'm trying to think it was like a post-game uh, channel on YouTube. So this was Wednesday's press conference. And Bill Belichick talked about his friendship being opposite of John Madden and the respect that John Madden had for the game. He talked about how John Madden was instrumentally, uh, you know, responsible for a lot of the safety changes that made the game safer. Um, he said that John was a good listener. So if people had a suggestion, he didn't just blow it off because of who he was. He listened to them. And I want to take a note from that too, because sometimes I don't listen. Sometimes I just want to do what it is that I want to do. A lot of situations in my life, I was always left all by myself. And it's sad the things that disappointment will do for you. Because if you're not careful, disappointment and people not keeping a word will change how you see the world. But you got to understand, you be what it is that you need. And I truly believe that God will make sure that it comes in your pathway. So I want to be, you know, doing a little bit more listening and also working towards some positive change for the people that are in my life. Because I believe that God knew. The other day I was really disappointed because I just couldn't understand the way some of the things were flowing in my life. And then I was reminded that everything flows the way that it's supposed to be. And sometimes... As hard as it may be to accept, a lot of times when you're looking at a change that needs to be made, 
it's very, very easy to see the changes that need to be made in other people. The challenge and the biggest accomplishments I think that any of us will make in our life is when we recognize those changes that need to be made in ourselves. So rest in peace to John Madden, um, the Hall of Fame coach that most people got to know because of him being on the front of the video game that they kid played because I know that's how I first heard of him. But God bless his soul and his life and everything that he did for the game. And hopefully and prayfully, like all people do, we celebrate people a lot of times more. And when we come back, we're going to talk about and I'm going to read to you the heart touching tribute that Too Short made to Pimp C after he was gone. And even though, you know, I didn't necessarily know or not know, you know, that Pimp C and Too Short had a relationship I think it is so beautiful that so many people that I admire and I have respect for that are in the game also had a lot of respect for Pimp C and the most beautiful tribute. So hopefully, since people have it in them to love and respect people more when they're no longer here instead of when they are here, I'm hoping and praying that not only am I leaving a legacy that people will look back on when I'm no longer here and they will take the good from that and take that and help to continue to make the world a better place. I'm hoping and praying the same thing for those people with John Madden and had the opportunity to know him, be a, a, a co-worker of his, to be a friend of his, and for all the awesome things that he did for the NFL. Shout out to the NFL, y'all, because we got two more games, and then we're going to see what everybody got. Keep it locked, and I'll be back. Shit. So I hit that, then I 
Shouts out to Too Short. <laughs> Shout out to Too Short. He another real one. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. It's hard to show. You know, freaky tales. These are the tales that I tell so well. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Thank you for keeping us alive, honey. Because we was in high school. Too young to be singing that song. Shout out to my homegirl, Tasha. She had a, a Ford Escort. She was like two years older than me. And uh, she used to let me drive her car because she used to be have a crush on my brother. And uh, that was crazy because we used to, I was too damn young to be driving somebody's car. I thank God for keeping me alive. Shout out to Too Short for them songs, long ass songs. You could drive from North Dallas to Oak Cliff playing one of Too Short songs. But on Thursday, December the 13th, 2007, in Port Arthur, Texas, um, Too Short actually wrote the foreword for Pimp C's Trill Life Story. And it was so beautiful. He said, um, I was with Scarface and Bum B and I couldn't believe I was looking at Pimp C in a fucking casket. He said, Bum B broke down in a real way. And what he said was exactly what I was thinking. I'm thinking, this cannot be Chad. I can't believe this shit. It won't settle. It won't set in. And when Bun cried real, real tears, it wasn't the tears of a homie. It was the tears of a brother. And I could not share those tears with them at that moment because I knew the bond they had was way deeper than any brother or friend or either one of them ever had. Me and Face went over there and just gave Bun a hug. Every time I mourn Chad, that's the moment I'm mourning. I couldn't do that with Bun at that moment. I'm pretty sure he had a lot of moments where he had to let go, but in that moment that I shared with him to this day, whenever I have those moments, and it comes to me often, I have these Chad moments where I just stop and think, damn, I had a real friend. I lost a real fucking friend. Not these rappers I hang around and these motherfuckers that are always like short, short, short. But I had a real fucking friend. And when I think about the loss of him, it always comes back to me in this moment. 
Scarface sitting in that room. His body's right there. And Bun's trying to be strong. He said, when I cry and I think about Chad, it's like Bun is crying in me. And Scarface is sitting next to me. I just miss my homie. I'm so glad I was there to see him at that moment where he was laughing and being Pimp C and just being himself. Um, rest in peace to Pimp C. And shout out to Too Short because that just stood out to me, that part where he said, I had a real friend and he kept saying, I had a real friend. You know what I'm saying? That was like major because everybody had that to say about Pimp C. And it's not a lot of people that are in the world that are really genuine anymore. For a person to be your friend and it's just you and them, it's easy. But like I said, and I mentioned earlier, when you're thinking about all them other people, the people got to try to answer to and being concerned about what somebody else got to say can be very very not only can it be disheartening but it can ruin a lot of things that people can have because trust me as long as you allow yourself to be the type of person that care about what other people say the devil gonna always make sure he got somebody right there to discourage you and make you feel like you can't do it or you don't want to do it or you you shouldn't do it or something like that it's gonna always be that that's why before you do anything, you need to make up your mind that you and God know what you are doing, right? And why you're doing it. Keep it locked. So when I come back, I got my final thought. Man, them kids loud as hell downstairs. Shit crazy as hell was going on on the news. Hey, baby, pay me that phone. Trey, Trey, y'all quit yeah, jumping yo. on that couch, bro. Hello? What's up, dog? What you been doing? She listening to the president talking about the Chinese flu and just like everybody else, nigga, I've been quarantining with my biscotti, lemon tree, and permethazine. Yeah, I know my garbage man sick of seeing empty paint bottles. Walk, walk. FaceTime every day with my sister, auntie, and mama. Love y'all. Fuck it, make a corona baby with baby mama. Fuck. Last night I was up four in the morning oiling yeah, my I needed some time off anyway, so it ain't no problem. Fuck it. Independent, so I'ma eat anyway, regardless. Fuck it. Trey Trey happy as fuck, cause daddy been home every day. Ari happy as fuck, cause daddy home, she get her way. Called my nigga and told him, man, I'm finna spend six million on stocks. He said, when? Hell yeah. Nigga, me too, cause that's how we rock. My president is Trump and my Lambo blue. This $350,000 Sonic is too. I'm enjoying this time right now, so I don't give a fuck. I heard Trump about to take us to war, so I went and bought two army trucks. God, please watch over the nurses and doctors on the front line. God, please. I can't wait till the clouds gone and we get sunshine. Sunshine. Real life shit, nigga. Fuck a punchline. Fuck all that. Got my guala 24-7, not sometime. Uh-uh. That's why I never signed a deal, nigga, not one time. Uh-uh. Hey, squeaky, stop all the instruments and keep yeah, the drum line. Hold up. Busy working all my life, gave the family no time. Sorry, y'all. I apologize to the whole family just for being selfish. I love y'all. But the whole time I was focused on making the family well. Cause I love y'all. What shit you could tell me. Yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. Stack that paper, invest in yourself for times like this. Yeah, yeah. Straight up out the mud and now I shine like this. Yeah, yeah. All the real niggas, they gon' twist and slide to this. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. 
showing this time right now, so I don't give a fuck. I heard Trump about to take us to war, so I went and bought two army trucks. God, please watch over the nurses and doctors on the front line. God, please. I can't wait till the clouds gone and we get sunshine. Sunshine, sunshine. President Dennis Trump in my Lambo blue. This $350,000 Sonic is too. Rest in peace, young doll. Yeah. That's some real shit. Man, rest in peace to young doll. It's crazy. It's crazy how things work out. Thank you so much, everybody. Tuned in and rocking with me. This is Miss Mecca's Take. This has been episode one of season three of Miss Mecca's Take. Yeah, we got a, a whole entire year to go, and I'm excited about everything that I have planned. Shout out to everybody who's been rocking and rolling with us all of this time. Shout out again to one of my favorite Leos, Young Dolph, rest in peace. It's crazy because, um, you know that song right there? And he talked about us quarantining. And he talked about how he needed to rest. And he needed to spend time with his family. And it's so crazy because, you know, even though this has been a rough time, I need for all these people to quit running out here getting tested, though, if you ain't got no damn symptoms and save the test, these COVID tests for the people that are really having symptoms and really sick because, yeah, that's some bullshit. It's too much money being spent on these tests for asymptomatic people that are just standing in line because they ain't got nothing else to do. So, you know, if you feel like that you might have something, then schedule an appointment with your doctor because they do have a couple of medications I'm hoping and praying that everybody stays safe and they stay healthy. But they do have a couple of medications that are available in the event that you do are diagnosed with COVID. And these medications are helping. And a lot of people have, you know, reported success with them. So if you're feeling like that, fine. But if you are, you know, take care of yourself, most definitely. But just because they're saying that you can have it and not have symptoms if your immune system is strong enough where you have no symptoms, then trust that it's strong enough to see you through like it did Kevin Durant and other people that didn't have symptoms but were diagnosed and just stayed their ass at home and took care of themselves like we supposed to. But I'm grateful for all the people. Unfortunately, we've lost some people, but I got to be real and say I am grateful because the pandemic did bring a lot of people home together for various reasons that needed to. And a lot of these kids were excited to have their daddies home. So shout out to all them good fathers that was home. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the people who did respect it and took advantage of the opportunity because in this case, Young Dolph wasn't here after the pandemic. We're still in the midst of it. But in his last days, he was spending more time with his family. Something that he said that he regretted not being able to do in that song, Sunshine. So shout out and thank God for him giving people that were born natural leaders, the Leos, that intuition, and also that 
You know what I'm saying? That wisdom and that generous heart. Because I too hope and pray that one day I'm able to have some a lot of awesome things stored up for my family before I leave this earth. But I just want to wish everybody well. Um, shout out to uh, James Armstrong. He's a Dallas builder. Look him up if you are in the United States or anywhere around Texas especially. Because he is dedicated to providing affordable homes. And no disrespect to our Across the Seas listeners. We love you so much and thank you so much, especially people that are in other time zones. And we hope and pray that you're keeping safe wherever you are. But this is something that definitely needs to take off. Somebody dedicated to providing affordable housing. And um, he hadn't necessarily asked anybody for any help, but I'm most definitely going to be looking into it to see what I can do. Because I know a lot of people, me included that could benefit from affordable housing entrepreneurs and people that have their own business you know you could really really you know benefit from having somewhere that is safe and affordable so you don't have a big burden of rent every month while you're building your business or maintaining your business sometimes people are paying rent in two different places so affordable real estate is very necessary to the success of business so shout out to James Armstrong in Dallas who's doing that and for everybody seen and unseen who's doing it, okay? Last but certainly not least, throw your head in the ring. Powerball done jumped to $575 million for tomorrow night because nobody won last night. So I know I'll be playing, but even if I win, I'll still be back. Keep it locked and be blessed, everybody. I hope this year is the best year of your life. I hope and pray that even if you don't play the lottery, that you do come as close as possible, if not accomplishing every single one of your dreams and the desires of your heart. And I don't think we ever really come to that because as soon as you accomplish one thing, it should make you want to accomplish another and continue to grow. So shout out to all those people that are growing and shout out to all those winners. Keep it locked, Lord willing. I will see you on next week. And Street Madness Radio is going to be here. So you need to be here with us. And I'll be back live next week, same time, Lord willing. Keep it locked. I love you. Happy 2022 at 3.55 p.m. Central Time on 14222. Good night. Here I go. Here I go, this Desi Five. Bitch, I'm back with that crack like panting lines. Ass nine, I get blow like dandelions. Fuck my hoes and advertise. They say, Tony, you dead wrong. I say, wrong, had to die. Pussy nigga don't keep it real no more. Drug dealers change, but the high stay the same. Prices go up, but the high stay the same. Gotta watch for undercovers like crying in the rain. Chilling in the crib with the lock on the door. Laying on the couch with the Glock on the floor. With the non reach security alarm breach. I just cut off all the lights so I don't shoot my hoe. I eat so much. Shrimp, I smoke so much hemp. The world too small for life for walls. You see, I got holes punched. Then my chances are cold, cut then. But I still took them and nigga, we made it. T roll that killer weed up in the swisher and make it as fat as a pig in a blanket. My BFF is Benjamin Franklin. They cry for help, we get them a hanky. Ain't nothing sweet but the shit that we drinking. The bitches we banging and send them a danish. The penalty's pending, shit is restraining. It is a shame, but niggas is shameless. Niggas is assholes. On end, I'm a spinner, get anal. Injury timeout. I just blew my mind out. 
but still I maintain it. Real gangsta the shit, it get dangerous. I'm talking money, guns, two languages. I throw niggas from off of the plane, man. Oh my God, it's raining, man. Said the weatherman to the anchor, man. I sent hella cash to the bank I'm with. What you do it for if it ain't for this? I watch my steps so much. Starting to feel like my ankles wrist. Cold hearted, starting to feel like I'm an anchor rich when I think of this. I'm rude. Awakenings get taken in like fragrances. Bitch, I smell like money. Dope, man, cologne. I say, bitch, I smell like money. That's that dope, man, cologne. And if he ain't getting money, I'm loving him. Leave his broke ass alone. Thank you. 